Hello, welcome to another episode of Wealth Talk. My name is Christian Rodwell and I am joined by Mr. Kevin Whelan, founder of Wealth Builders. Hello, Chris. Episode 10, I believe, Here right? Here we are. Here Ten, we are. 10th episode, 10th country. That's correct. Yes. In 10 countries now. We are indeed spreading across the world. I hope so. Yes. So, Kevin, this episode, we're going to start looking at some of the ways that you can begin building wealth if you're at an early stage, so just at the beginning. Right. But I think probably relevant as well for people maybe even a bit further down the line. They can look at some of these ideas and perhaps bring them into their wealth building plan? Sure. I mean, when you're in the foundation, which is really trying to apply some of the principles we explained in a previous episode on debits, and you find money, then you can immediately put that money to work, no matter where you are on your wealth level, and you can accelerate your journey literally no matter where you are. But I know we seem to get a lot of questions for people at the beginning, Chris, when they're just trying to get that gravity, that momentum going. So didn't we have a question recently from one of our uh, Facebook members? We have had a, a wonderful post actually in the Wealth Builders Facebook group this week from Adrian Cogger. And shout out to you, Adrian, if you're listening, which I know you will be. And Adrian posted that he had listened to the podcast episode on debits that we right. did, which was episode four. If you haven't checked that out, have a listen to that after this episode. And also we've been sending out a lot of blog posts over the last few weeks, which have also gone into more detail around the debits model. Right. Debits is all about finding money finding in your life. Finding money. It's the creation stage. You yeah. know? So at Wealth Builders, we create, we build, we protect. And this is about the creation stage for people who sometimes will hold back. They'll say, you know, I'm never going to get to this place of financial independence because I don't have enough. You don't need to have enough. You just need to get started. It all starts like a kid with baby steps. And I think we can show seven baby steps today, can't we? We will do. Yeah. We will do. So Adrian posted and uh, following the debits model, not only managed to reduce the car renewal by about £300 annually, but is now saving an extra £100 a month just by going through and finding little things here and there that he was paying for, which he no longer needs. So things like cover on pipe and drainage cover. Well, people buy insurance in all sorts of different places and they often they get added on, you know, like the washing machine insurance, the iPhone insurance, the extra insurance on this and that. And when you find out you're overcovered or you just really don't value it, it's something you can quite confidently eliminate as long as you find something else, you know, that you would rather spend the money on. So, you know, Adrian's not just done a good job of looking into it, but made a an assessment of what's important to him. And that's that's just as important as the whole process. Yeah, that's it. And I think it's always interesting just to hear some of the savings people, other people are making because it might just ring, you know, true in your own mind of like a magazine subscription or something that you used to use, which you no longer use. And right. that money can certainly be reapplied in yeah. wealth building ways. Mm. And if anyone wants to perhaps leave a question, so like Adrian's posted in the Facebook yeah. group, but we also now have the ability to record any questions that people might have that they want to ask us from the Wealth Builders website. So right. wealthbuilders.co.uk forward slash wealth talk. Not only can you review all of the episodes and all of the transcriptions, if you prefer to read, but you can click a button there and it's a, a bit of software that we've put on the page called SpeakPipe. So when you go to wealthbuilders.co.uk forward slash wealth talk, you will see an orange button and you'll be able to click that and leave us a question. 
Now, I know a couple of people on mobile recently have said, oh, it was a bit tricky. Yeah. So just to be clear, if you're on a mobile and the button doesn't allow you to record, you just need to go into your settings for your web browser, whether it's Safari, Safari or Safari on an iPhone. Safari often on an iPhone. And then just enable the microphone. Got it. And then it will let you leave the question. There you go. Well, let's hope for more questions. But of course, you know, the, the benefit of uh, sharing the question on the Wealth Builder Facebook group is other people get to see the question and interact with you, which is a great place of sharing anyway. Yeah. But just in case you get that burning question, you know, fire it off and give us permission if it's a great question to share it with others too. So speak pipe, right? Speak pipe. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. So I guess the question is, once you've gone through debits and you've got this extra money in your life, like Adrian, Mm -hmm. a few hundred pounds now, hundred pounds. what do you do? Well, you know, whether it's a hundred pounds or whether it's 50 pounds or whether it's 25 pounds, you know, a hundred quid is a good job, you know, so hats off, Adrian, done a great job. There are many things that should be done or could be done to enable the feeling of progress as far as your wealth building journey is concerned. Now, remember, we're trying to accelerate people to move forward from one level to the next. So once they've identified their level, say it's financial insecurity, for example, and they want to move forward towards financial security, then one of the ways to do that is to stop going in reverse. So if we give kind of seven examples, number one would be reduce or eliminate your debt. Mm -hmm. And while... You go through the debits, the point of the D is to identify your debt, but it isn't always possible to eliminate the money or eliminate the debt or reduce the debt unless you found money to so do. And uh, one of the ways to do that is if you've got credit card debt, for example, is there's a process we use called marshalling the forces. Um, I think one of the secrets in my earlier book Uh, Save a Fortune uh, goes into that in some detail. Mm. And I guess you could post a link to that. Yeah, we've actually done a blog post as well. So we Um, mentioned that. Right, okay, cool. I'll put that in the show notes. So so that just helps you to almost accelerate the way any kind of credit cards can be moved from the highest cost debt, get rid of that one, then get rid of the next one and get rid of the next one. And what that does is two things. One, it gives you feeling of momentum. And two is starting to reduce the monthly cost of that total debt so you feel like you're making some progress. And also some people are a bit worried about the size of their mortgage, you know, Brexit and many other things. So you can even send, if you take £100, that's a reasonable sum of money, you could parcel that up into different things and say, well, I'll pay £50 a month off my debt, off my mortgage, off my credit cards, and I'll build with £50 by using that money to grow something. Mm-hmm. And one of the easiest things to, to recognize, especially for those at the very beginning of their journey, is to build some form of emergency fund. Right. And this is number two. It's number two. So, you know, getting an emergency fund is really important if you're at the beginning of your journey so that if something goes backwards again, whether it's a big bill that comes through your door, which you can't eliminate, you might shop around and get it cheaper, but, you know, your boiler breaks down. Mm. Okay, shop around, get the best price. But... If it breaks down, you've got to pay for it. So building an emergency fund is a really good thing to do if you haven't done that. Mm-hmm. And usually we'd suggest somewhere around three to six months worth of kind of normal expenses would be a good place to have. And don't worry too much about what the interest rate is. Don't worry too much about m- making that as a way of building wealth. Just use that 
as a sum of money, as a cushion, as a safety blanket, something to fall back on. So you feel like that's locked in and then anything over and above that. If you're saving 100 quid a month and you need, you know, a thousand pounds, build a thousand pounds. And then once you've done that, go off and build to the next level. Great. Yeah. What would be the third third in our list, Kevin? Well, the third, and it's a point raised by Adrian, actually, is that sometimes when, you know, people get to a place where, you know, they've taken on a new mortgage or they've done some things, um, they don't always realize that while they may have eliminated the insurance and their... um, what was it pipes and drains, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, what about the life cover for themselves? You know, if they've got debt or they've got a young family uh, with kids and, and a wife and or the other way around, you know, it might be important to get that life cover in place. And it can be only a few pounds a month. So someone's got a hundred pounds a month, a few pounds a month to protect themselves so that if anything happens to them, either through illness or death, then their income is maintained then that could be a really valuable thing to do. And bear in mind also, Chris, that most of our wealth builder students on their way to creating some form of business, and once you're a business owner, of course, you can buy that life cover, as I mentioned on a previous mm. episode, with tax relief. That's right. So, you know, you're just getting a double bubble there. You're getting reduction in price for tax relief, and also you're protecting your family. And as you build your wealth, of course, you reduce the cover so that it's never a permanent thing. It's always, insurance is always something to review. And that's called relevant life insurance. That's called relevant life, yeah. And that's definitely one of the things that I would recommend anybody look into, either with our team or anywhere else where they're getting advice um, in order to get that cover, get it in place, protect themselves, and where possible get get that tax relief if it's a... a, uh, if it's appropriate. Sometimes it isn't, and that's fine. But when you become a business owner, which we want everybody to be mm-hmm. at some point, uh, we'll think we'll talk next episode maybe about business and about the leverage of business. Mm-hmm. Um, then business ownership is a key key objective at some level um, when, when you're building your wealth. Yeah. Well, we always talk about the wheel of wealth. It always begins with education, doesn't it? So it's always about understanding what's possible. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, you know, the number four, we could say then, if you have recognized the desire to build wealth now, and you're just beginning to get a feeling for which asset is the appropriate one, then you could just simply start investing some of that money in yourself mm-hmm. and use that to build an education, just picking up on your point there. Right. And that education would then equip you to create more wealth in the future. Mm-hmm. So we know that the wheel of wealth always begins with education. It always starts there. Mm -hmm. So you have to get your education from somewhere. Now, sometimes you can use other assets to pay for it. But if you don't have any other assets, but you've got a few hundred pounds a month or a hundred pounds a month, you could probably get access to some good education for a fraction of that if you're looking for it in the right places. So we're well connected to any of the different assets people could use to build their wealth. And that would be a good place to start to let us know what you're interested in. And we'll try and help you find that education at the lowest possible cost. Yeah. And the Wealth Builder <coughs> Facebook group is a, is a great place just to post and say, hey, I'm interested in this. Does anyone have <coughs> experience and knowledge? And I'm sure many, many people will be able to reach out. Yeah. So point number five. Yeah. Point number five, I would say, look, one of the obvious places to begin thinking about building some wealth is to make some kind of an investment. And while on a previous podcast we talked about some of the risks that people take 
in investments, you know, being sure to understand the risks they're taking. An easy place to start, Chris, is with some form of index tracker fund. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I suggest index trackers is because, number one, you're investing in the market generally. Number two, trackers are very, very low cost, particularly if you use something called ETFs. Mm-hmm. Now, ETF sounds funny, sounds another bit of a wealth language thing. Exchange traded funds, exchange traded funds. It's just a way to be able to buy access to the world of investing, usually at a fraction of the price it costs when you're buying it through conventional funds. Mm. And you don't need a broker. You can just go online. and You can go online and do that. And there's a whole host of you know, websites where you can you know, use online. Actually, some interesting news coming, not for now, is we're on the verge of creating our own platform to allow our own investors to invest so, so cheaply um, in a way that just gives them access to incredible value. Um, but watch this space. We're, wow, we're breaking ne- news. Breaking news, yeah. <laughs> I'm close to doing that, but not quite yet. But but certainly it wouldn't matter. Look look to invest money in, in low cost, in trackers or ETFs. The other value, of course, in investing in uh, regularly monthly for example, whether it's £100 a month or a fraction of that doesn't have to be the whole sum, as I said, is you you participating in something called pound cost averaging. Mm. America's they call it dollar cost averaging. The principle there is the risk in the market is always, as I said on a previous episode, markets tend to rise very slowly and then fall very quickly. When you're buying monthly, then you're buying the units in the fund or the units in the ETF um, at different prices each month. So if the market falls, you end up buying lots more units. So if the price of a share, let's say, was a pound, and you invested a pound in that share, you buy one share. Mm-hmm. If it falls to 50p, you might go, oh, no, woe is me, 50p, I've halved the money. But no, if you're buying every month, then you're buying this twice as many units the following month, and then you carry those units forward when the market's change again Mm. so while it's not a foolproof method of building wealth because remember you're parking your money in a market you're not really in control of that but the long-term value is that the markets will generally produce a positive return and more so than inflation Mm -hmm. um so if you know if you're in doubt you know just buy a low-cost set of trackers yeah and very liquid you can get your money out yeah that's the other point of course you should always think about investments for the long term but there is some liquidity there because you can buy and sell instantly there's a whole whole market for that but just bear in mind that you know if you're trying to think about that as a savings vehicle it's probably not ideal Mm. Um, probably you know more suited to something probably um, not the lottery Mm -hmm. right the lottery tickets but maybe the equivalent of the lottery how about chris if i could tell you you can invest your money in the lottery, but if you don't win, I'll give you your money back. Does that sound that sounds good? like a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, sir, is called a premium bond. Right. Right. And now the premium bond access has come down from £100 to buy into a premium bond to £25. Mm-hmm. Then it means for £25 a month, you can buy a premium bond which while it's not really a growth maker, it's not a wealth builder, mm-hmm. but it's a place to park emergency money. It's underwritten by the government. So as far as we know, we would call that guilt-edged or, you know, your money's safe. 
And of course, you're participating in a prize draw where you know you can win a million pounds. So that would be definitely wealth building if you could get a million quid in one go. However, you don't ever lose your stake. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get your money back, you give a month's notice. Right. So relatively easy access. Mm-hmm. Um, no risk at all. Um, assuming governments don't go bust, but then we're all in trouble. Um, but you're getting the participation in a, in a draw. And, you know, for some people, they love the little pleasure of the 25 quid win here and the 50 quid win there and 100 quid mm-hmm. win there. And I have to say, I've got premium bonds myself. You know, I quite yeah. like that. My wife loves them. Um, so, you know, it's all good fun, really. That's, yeah, I was going to say, could you perhaps put the emergency fund money in there? But I guess if you've got to wait a month, then perhaps it's not quite as accessible as you may need it. Well, it's a great point, Chris, but remember that most emergencies you have in your life don't need to be responded to instantaneously. And, you know, you can get your money. You just, if it takes a month, well, if your boiler broke down, you could still probably pay for it on the credit card, but then use the premium bonds to pay for the credit card. So, you know, it's an interesting perspective to be able to to Mm. do that. So it's another way. So we've had a bit of a, we've got, you know, get the wheels going for forward so stop being in reverse get rid of the debt build an emergency fund protect yourself and 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 because you're the machine that cranks the engine that turns out the money if you're a job owner and therefore being sure that that money keeps coming if something happens to you is quite Mm -hmm. an important thing Mm -hmm. invest in trackers maybe certainly get an education yeah Uh, if in doubt use the lottery ticket (laughs) no use a premium bond yeah but there is one more chris which is um I would say that one of the ways you can build wealth is to get the leverage of the relationship with somebody else whose values you share, whose products you recognize and appreciate, where you could make some money by being a referrer. Mm-hmm. And we call that an affiliate program. Yeah. And there are many affiliate programs out there. You might have to pay a few hundred pounds to be trained or to be signed up to those sorts of things. But if you truly resonate with something and it provides great value, then why not look into affiliate programs? Uh, lots of people do this with online. Um, such a common model now, even Uber, you know, you can share with oh, someone really? else and you'll get a free ride. You know, that's an affiliate program. So yeah. probably people are using it without even realizing sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, signing up to some sort of an affiliate program, if that works for you and, and it fits in with your lifestyle and it fits in with your, your wealth dynamic, you know, if you're really well connected, then an affiliate program could certainly suit people who are very highly connected, high in Blaze Energy, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we offer an affiliate program ourselves for those who are really keen and want to be connected to us, and, and maybe more about that on another episode. But lots of things out there mm-hmm. that can start then creating a bit of income every month, yeah. and then that's further helping you. And one of the ways I like to think about this is you're moving through, as we're imagining that our podcast today is really aimed at the beginners in their wealth journey is they have got a set of expenses they've calculated to be this is what I need to cover my basic expenses yeah so if you're if you've reduced that by looking at your debits so in this case say 100 pounds a month that's great but if you're then building some wealth using any of these examples and then say you build 100 pounds a month in income then you're taking care of some of your bills mm. And then you do the next one, you're taking care of more of your bills. So you're staircasing your way from insecurity to security 
to then free you to get involved much more in the bigger sources of leverage, you know, where you can massively accelerate. Yeah. And that's when you're getting into, you know, different programs, different investments, property, and, and some of the other investment pillars that we've talked about on previous episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it can almost turn it into a bit of a game, can't you? You can you say, can, well, how can I create an extra couple of hundred pounds a month and then that's going to pay off this area? Exactly. Yeah. It should be a game because that way you're participating in the game. Mm. You're not thinking, oh, this is all too hard. Mm. You know, so I would, I would encourage anybody to get started. And it'd be great to hear that some people have posted something to say, you know, they've done something with their debt. They, you know, they've invested some money somewhere and they're getting a good return or they become an affiliate and they're getting a good return. It'd be great to hear some news from people as well as questions. Yeah. So please, if you do have some, some good news, you've saved a few pounds here or there from following the debits method, then please leave us a message and a question on the Wealth Builders website and we'll, we'll read that out in a future episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great. That was really good. Thanks, Kevin. It was an interesting one, wasn't it? Okay. So next episode, what are we going to look at? Well, I think we talked about leverage and I think in our Wealth Builder process, we talk about F-I-R-S-T or FIRST, mm. the six different ways that you can really get some powerful leverage going in your life. Why don't we do that? Let's do that one. All okay. right. See you next time. See ya. See ya.